We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Brothers and sisters, those words from the Declaration of Independence were placed as values for the United States of America on July 4th, 1776, 246 years ago. This is Father Michael along with the rest of our team here on the 4th of July, Independence Day in the United States, and I want to welcome you to our time together in prayer. Let us begin as we do all things in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth shall declare your praise. Psalm 50, God Ever-Present The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. From Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and will not be silent. He calls to the heavens above and to the earth to judge his people. The heavens proclaim his righteousness for God himself is the judge. Listen, my people, I will speak. God, your God, am I. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the book of Psalm, Psalm 145, verses 4 and 5. Generation after generation praises your works and proclaims your might. They speak of the splendor of your glorious majesty and tell of your wondrous works. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. How often do I tell of his wondrous works? For myself, it's not enough. And I know this because I often shy away from speaking of his wondrous works. Because I'm worried of what people will think of me. Or even worse, how they'll respond to what I have to say. And this worry about what people think of me or what those around us think of me, I would like to point that reflection towards Jesus, and ask what the people of his time thought of him. I read a book a while back called The Zealot, and it was an interesting portrait of Jesus as a political revolutionary of his time. And while this may seem a little shocking to describe our Lord this way, I think it provides a really interesting angle into what people of Jesus' time thought of him. 
For example, look at Jesus as a Jew in relation to the Pharisees. The Pharisees and Sadducees see this man, this Jew, who is trying to change the tradition that they have believed and practiced for hundreds and thousands of years. Their tradition has been passed down from generation to generation. And then there's this guy who is telling them they're wrong. Not just wrong, completely wrong. In a lot of respects, the response of the Jewish leadership is not all that surprising to the call that Jesus is calling them to. And under all this pressure, this judgment from this group of people, from the Sadducees, from the Pharisees, and I'm sure from even Jesus' own friends and family at time, Jesus does not hesitate to complete the mission he came to carry out on earth. He looks at those people who do not agree with him, and he loves them even more. This reality of Christ being an outcast in his own community and someone who stands out among those he lives among should be an encouragement to each and every one of us. Because if we look at the world around us, and I'm sure it doesn't take long to look, we do not live in a religious world. We live in a secular world filled with people who probably think we're a little crazy. But just like Jesus, we are called to love those who may not agree with us or believe what we believe. We are challenged among the task of living in a countercultural life to be the face of Christ to the world, to those who know him, to those who might have forgotten him, and to those who may have never even met him. So, my sisters and brothers, when the psalm tells us to promote his glorious majesty and tell of his wondrous works, we must accept that challenge. We must love as he loved in the face of adversity, in the face of disagreements and different points of view or beliefs. We are called to love. And not just love, but love as he loves. As our general intention today, let us pray that all people of every nation may work to love as Jesus loved by becoming more dependent on him for all that we need as we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Let us pray. God of justice, Father of truth, who guide creation in wisdom and goodness to fulfillment in Christ your Son, open our hearts to the truth of his gospel, that your peace may rule in our hearts and your justice guide our lives. This we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you now and forever. Amen. Beloved of God, thanks so much for joining us today in prayer. I hope that this is truly a day of great celebration for those of you in and outside of the United States, and that all of us learn to be more loving and dependent on the God who loves us. In the meantime, take good care of yourself and one another and we'll see you tomorrow.